Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. Hey guys, um, yeah, thanks for, for joining us. Um, another Tuesday tune-in. Um, yeah, hey Mark, hey Ramona. Um, if you have joined us, do say hello just so we can see who is on the live. Um, yeah, let's have a little look then. Who's joined us? Uh, James, Julie, Jim. Um, let's wait a little bit longer before we do. Whilst we're waiting for people to um, uh, to join us, Dave, what, what, what's what's today all about, mate? It's, it's like your favourite subject, isn't it? <sighs> I've been waiting for ages <laughs> to talk about this one. Um, so actually, one of the most common questions, and any time I've ever had a debate with a customer by email, it's pretty much been on this topic, um, which is boots or shoes, which to choose, when to make the choice to choose one over the other, um, can you, can you, all of those questions we'll be going through today, so today's all about boots and shoes, so get your bingo markers ready, because I'm pretty sure we're going to... Uh, your bingo markers, them. right. You're going to need them. <laughs> Brilliant, brilliant. Um, what was so that? Boots and shoes then. So is that boots versus shoes, right? Boots versus shoes is the one. So is one better than the other? When yeah. one might be more suited than the other? Should you take one or the other? Should you take both? Yeah. Um, I, I I recently had an email chat with a um a customer who was like, can I use one? And I replied and gave him my advice. And then he was like, okay, fair point, Dave. But what if I want to do this? And I was like, so we had a back and forth about it. Um, yeah, all Brilliant. good. Yeah, nice. Uh, we've also got a couple of um, uh, sort of announcements today. So, yeah, do stick on um, the live because we've got a, a couple of things going on um, outside of boots and trainers. Um, but, yeah, Dave, we'll, we'll start then with boots. I mean, I know we've um, we've done a little bit of shopping, haven't we, in the house uh, between between the two of us? Um, it smells a yeah. bit funky in this uh, in the Yeti cave today because I've got quite a few shoes in here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be honest, and you could have at least brought me some clean ones. In. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a, it's like a. I think Andy's raided the shed, but they're all really good, or at least no, they no, were these, at these one were, point. These are literally at just by my door. I got a bit of a shoe rack. Yeah, um, and yeah, th- these were all on there. So um, Ellie and Jen don't really have a have a choice. They don't really have much space because I think I don't know. Is it rare for um, you know a bloke to have more shoes than? um his his missus i'm not sure <laughs> but i've yeah. certainly got enough on the shoe rack anyway i think jen's trying to creep in with the space there but i, oh. I just can't help it and one thing that i noticed as well it sounded like you either strummed a guitar or hit a gong oh okay yeah that's the that's the old mikey i might have oh yeah, that's the old mike I... was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah leah noticed it as well and um, oh really is that a guitar yeah, yeah we were yeah, gonna rock a guitarist. A i mean i I'm, I'm more of a singer but uh, dave's wow. uh, dave's a no, right. yeah, I, 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 I don't want to accept that label. Oh, like the triangle. I know you, you can play the triangle, right? I mean, I can play a triangle. I can play the hell out of a yeah. triangle. Um, <laughs> I used to, be able to do happy birthday on a recorder. Multi instrumentalist, mate. That's me. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, look. Um, I mean, yeah. Obviously, Dave's explained that the main reason we're we're talking about, um, you know, boots versus, uh, sort of shoes, is that yeah, you know, some people like to to use boots and have the security and safety of of having. Uh, a boot and others like um you know lightweight shoes and um you know maybe they're more into their sort of trail running or you know they just they just prefer less on their on their on their feet which is which is fine and works for a lot of people i mean i think any one thing we say about today is that whatever we say it it, it can be different for you so 
you know, if, if you're used to doing boots or used to being out and, and just having some, some trainers on, um, then yeah, if that what you know what works for you, great. Um, we do always say though at high altitude that you know on the type of terrain that you can go on, especially if you're on Everest Base Camp, Killy, um, you know, even if you're on a, a, a peak like Island Peak, you know, you need you need to take care of your feet. Um, you know, so we're, when we're talking about you know our opinion series, because you know we're coming at it from a conservative point of view in terms of safety. Um, and, you know, we don't want people like you know because we've seen it. You know, people roll their ankle. Um, you know, people can have blisters, you know, and it, it, can, it can be hard. It can really make their trip suck. So, you know, we want to um, sort of share some of the things that or some of the types of ones we use because, you know, you don't want to be wearing boots all the time. So, you know, what do we wear in the evenings? What do we yep. wear when we're at camp? Not just on the trekking side of it, you know, uh, when, you know, I know Dave, if you've been on any of our lives, you know that Dave is a big fan of getting out of air boots. And uh, obviously we'll come into yep. that in a bit. Um but Dave, where should we start? Um, should, we, should, we, should we go through what we got today? So should we start with boots or trainers? Uh, let's start with boots. Yeah, let's, uh, for, let's, get, let's get them in the forefront. We'll go big. Um, okay, cool. Um, well, I'll tell you what, I'll bring in now this. Uh, which you know, which the, boots have you, have you got, mate? Um, yeah, I don't think we talked about these ones before. These are uh, relatively new um, to the community. Now, there's a company called Maindor that make boot hands. Uh, you know, yeah, uh, certainly. Um, they they are a pretty good make actually. Um, <laughs> uh, the main goes, um, I'll be honest with you, these need to be uh, whacked. They've seen some action in the last week. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, my my boots do get used a lot. So yeah, the uh, these are the main old boutons, by the way, guys. If yep. you've been on a uh, any of these lives, I'd say ninety percent of them have mentioned this boot. Yeah. Um, now we don't say that lightly. Uh, any recommendation from us it comes from you know experience or what we've heard on the grapevine and yeah Mainel Bhutan's um you know goes about saying one of the the best boots out there from a trekking point of view uh, when it comes to tackling Everest Base Camp or Kilimanjaro um or you know if you're heading to Island Peak if you're on Machu Picchu Annapurna even Tupcal uh, on the trekking sections of any part of these trips you won't go far with the the Mainel Bhutan yeah um yeah so certainly it's uh um, certainly highly recommend those and you know we we haven't got any shares in Maindor we, we, we kind of wish we do by this time because we, we <laughs> I'm sure they've had a, a yet, mate. haven't had a free pair yet still using the same pair I I know. but mate that's okay that's okay shares. that's okay I'm happy to be an unofficial ambassador because um, yeah I do like them so much and um, yes so the question today is that type of boot versus I'm going to pick up the um, I'm going to pick up the mammoth and if that's okay, okay um, yeah, yeah, versus yeah, this yeah, yeah. which yeah. is like your approach shoe, your trail shoe, that type of thing. These are the ones that Andy I think he wore them to the office today. Um, but there's many different types and variations. This is a Scarpa one. Um, yeah, yeah. These mammoths are I'd say I'm just trying. to... <laughs> Typically, this is the one boot because I was wearing it and I wasn't going to show it. But I, I, I suffer with um, plantar fasciitis so over the years. Um, and it wasn't until I got this boot so that actually it stopped. Um, and one of the reasons is I've got another couple of pair of boots, um, shoes here that are probably quite soft and they're, they're nice, you know, walking around, say, camp or walking around your house or, you know, walking the dog or something. But when you're out hiking and the stress on, on, the, on the, your, your arch, um, yeah, I, I really struggled over the last couple of years. But it wasn't until I got these. Um, and these are Mamu. And actually, the, the base of them is Michelin, believe it or not. 
don't know if you can see that. Base of it is Michelin. And I, and I, I done all the research, and these were the boots that, because they're harder, because they're they're rigid around this bit here, um, yeah, it, it builds up the resistance in the foot. And you know what? I don't get any pain anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's coincidence, but I mean, I wear these every day. Um, and they're they're certainly um, you know one of the best that I've used. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to find out the model number of it because um, stupidly, yeah, I got I mean, all the model numbers of the rest. But not whilst you're doing that, I'll bring up. So first of all, a lot of love yeah, for yeah. the Salomons. We do have a set of the Salomons here. These are the Gore-Tex um, XA Pros 3Ds. Yeah. This is probably the other end of the spectrum from those um, Mammoots. So the Hocker Oni Oni, very popular with trail runners because they weigh nothing. They're actually quite flexible. Um, but they they compensate for being so flexible by having like huge amounts of um, like padding and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and again, what we're getting into now is sort of the uh, opinion section because there's no right or wrong and there's no you should or you shouldn't. Obviously, it goes without saying that if you're climbing a peak, you're going to need boots because they have to be crampon compatible. Yeah. So this type of thing is not going to be possible um to use on something like island peak or even kilimanjaro i recommend using boots for those things now if yeah. someone ever asks my opinion about you know say they're going to everest base camp or um a trekking um trip anywhere can you use boots my advice is always yeah. use boots over shoes you can bring a pair i tend to bring a pair and wear them casually so knocking around dingboche namshi yeah. i'll put a pair on um, if I want to go up a little hill on an on acclimatization day, I might use them. But generally speaking, my day-to-day -day trekking happens in boots. The reason is, because I believe if you get the right pair of boots, they are a do-everything type of thing. I've never yeah, had I an agree. issue wearing the mandals where I've thought I'd be so much happier if I didn't have the ankle support or something like that. Yeah. However, there are certain conditions um, and certain people that sort of they just can't get on with boots they're too restrictive they put stress on the achilles tendon with the, with the ankle support is tight um and so they tend to adopt the um the shoes i think ramona wore shoes all the way to ebc um and yeah, with EBC, ramona did, I believe. yeah and with ebc it is entirely possible to do that mm. but say you were going to kilimanjaro i would be hesitant to attack summit night with just a just a pair of these you know, yeah. you will see porters doing it. You will see guides doing it. But with regards to us, so you're going to be going up there with no sleep. You're going to be going up there. It's extremely high altitude. It's going to be freezing cold. And on the top, it is glaciated. So you are walking across awkward stuff. The last thing, I, the, one of the worst things I could think happen is rolling your ankle on the, on the glacier on the summit of Kili yeah. because you didn't have the ankle support. And it might be unlikely, and a lot of people are experienced, but for me, it's about, peace of mind and stuff like that yeah. and i just think to myself like i'd rather have the extra support than not um yeah exactly but, exactly. but there's like i said there's yeah there's as many arguments against and i was talking to the gentleman who i mentioned earlier who i was like having a back and forth with and um he was going to kilimanjaro and was just absolutely adamant he didn't want to wear boots and ultimately i had to say listen that's my advice you know you guys are free to choose your own path <laughs> you know yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean you know we're, we're all um you know i say this all the time you know we're all adults and we all have our own own way of doing things and um you know part of the training and preparation for a trip is getting out there and wearing these before you actually do it on the trip yeah um, and finding out if they're you know they're too tight for you or then maybe they're too big for you or um you know you want maybe a bit of safety um because i mean i've done it before walking the dog like i've just been wearing trail shoes 
and I'll just, for some reason, I'll roll my ankle. And that can be just because I'm not thinking, uh, you know, my mind might be wandering, I might be listening to music. Um, and, and it can happen at any time to anyone. And yeah. this isn't to, to obviously scare people to get in boots. This is just a reality. And, um, you know, for me, I, then I always kind of like wearing, um, you know, something a bit more protection because I never know when those moments will come because, you know, you never know. Um, but yeah, with, with these boots, obviously, I know because I just saw a, a question come in. Uh, I think it was Helen. Helen Dawson, this makes a good point. Obviously, these are all men's uh, trainers because these are these are all mine. Um, now, we don't have any female boots to show today, but all of these boots or shoes will have um, obviously female versions of them. Um, and they're, they're generally called the same model. So obviously, if you're looking for them um, and Helen, obviously appreciate them, you know, and any any ladies out there, obviously with these, these are all men's. Uh, sorry, Dave, did you mention the hocker while I was I mentioned looking? the hocker? Yeah, yeah, gone to the hockers. Um, so, yeah, like as a almost, a you know, just to demonstrate the wide variety yeah. that you can get. So you've got the mammoths, which are like super stiff, yeah. you know, and then you've got the mandals, which are like, um, you know, easy. But then even so in that, like just to show the difference between, you know, even the mammoths. Yeah. For instance, these are like quite a stiff midsole, like that bit's hard, but that's how flexible all the yeah, shoes yeah. are. So when you're well, walking you, on, like, gives you give on the downhills, you know? Yeah. But when you're on glaciers and, and things like that, so this is the mandle, which is like, you know, you won't, yeah. you won't be able to bend that. And that's, and that's what I kind of like about it. I like the idea yeah. that I've got tools on my feet that I can kind of make exactly. steps with. But having said that, I just noticed a comment Ramona said that, you know, spent over a grand on boots, could never find the right pair. They caused yeah. more damage than they solved. So I think, yeah, in that in that case, then, you know, shoes are probably right for you. But the only reason I give my advice and I seem so, like, passionate about boots, boots, boots is because after so many trips where you hear people about rolling their ankles and stuff like that, and yeah. the boots are not going to solve that problem for you. You know, it is still possible to roll an ankle in boots. A hundred percent. But yeah. it's all about, you know, marginal gains, you know, and boots are marginally better at keeping your ankle in a straight line than yeah. shoes. And I think for a lot of people, these trips are maybe perhaps once in a lifetime. And just making that little difference, you know, that, that little bit of confidence when you put your foot down can make a make a huge difference. But um, <laughs> I just saw um, Mark Mark E V knows uh, how you operate, Dave. Your top five, um, <laughs> your top five items to carry in your day pack, and he's put little brackets with twenty in there. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he knows you know, what, you what, what's in there? What has he What has he mentioned? Let's see. Um, spare uh, pair in the. Oh laces. yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, put those on the list. To be honest, um, I did a hike in Brecon one time, and my laces snapped, and yeah. I didn't have a pair, but I always have at least a pair of laces or a, um, some duct tape. Um, yeah, good old so, duct tape. Yeah, why not? So li literally, that was a case of like I just duct tape my ankle and um around the boot and then uh, you know it was it was fine but yeah i always think put a spare pair in you know if you're in cotswold outdoors you're buying a beanie gloves jacket whatever they yeah. usually have them on the counter they're about two quid buy them stick them in the day pack forget about them you yeah. know un until you need them that is the um but, i uh, have put i've put in the comments the um those mahmoud boots by the way are actually um it's quite an unusual name called al nasca knit to low men's boot um approach shoes yeah um, so yeah if you, if you if you google it and because i highly recommend those um they are game changers for me um when i when it was to do with my the flexibility of um uh, of a, of a, a approach shoe that i can wear every day that um you know got rid of my plantar fasciitis essentially um you know i really struggle with it and i was thinking and you know what i bought these first 
because I thought, because these are, I mean, I don't know if you can see, they're like platform boots. Like that is all cushion, all there. And I thought, well, maybe that'll help. But you know what? It was too soft. It actually made it worse. Yeah. I do like these, though. Every now and again, like, so not every day, I do like these because they are soft. It's like walking on a duvet. It's so comfy. But if you're someone like me, it's got plantar fasciitis, then maybe these aren't the best, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, something else that, that we can use. Um, Dave, I, I I know we got a lot of questions to cover, but I want to finish this off around boots versus um, sort of shoes. I know we, we've covered some of it, but around what, what people wear in the evenings, you know, or camps or, yeah. you know, what, what type of things. And I, I know you've obviously got something you use yourself. Yeah, so I tend to... I, to be honest, like I, 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 after the hiking's done, and then when I'm just chilling in the evenings, I just want comfort. So I'll either wear a pair of sliders, you know, just fresh pair of socks, put the sliders on, let the feet breathe. Been known to wander around Namshi in a pair of those, especially yeah. in the lodges. They make they're they're perfect because you, tr like, just trust me, you don't want to walk barefoot or with socks into the toilets in the lodges anywhere. Um, so yeah. the sliders make a big difference. Other than that, you know, I can bring a pair. I might have a pair of approach shoes, but more often than not, it's just a pair of trainers. You know, like so last two EBC trips, I just had a pair of Adidas trainers just for wandering around. Um, but most yeah. of the time, every night on Killy after I um, finish the hiking, so put the boots yeah. down, let them air and dry out a little. And then, um, yeah, put the sliders on, man. They, they, they're brilliant. They also don't weigh anything. Um, and as long as you're yeah. not moving around too much, they're perfect. Um, but, yeah, and I think – but you'll see a lot of different stuff. Like a lot of people uh, like these, um, you know, they're like down jackets for your feet, you know, these yeah, insulated. Yeah, I've seen those. Like, I know a lot of people use them, don't they? Yeah, little like booties and stuff like that. Personally, yeah. I don't like – like I run quite hot anyway. I don't like my feet being hot. I'd rather than be like cold yeah. and aired than sort of too hot. Um, but yeah, so a lot, a lot of people use those as well. Yeah. Nice. But after the afterwards, it's just about comfort, about rest, about recuperating. If your feet are aching yeah. after a long walk, you perhaps don't want to put on another hiking thing like this, you know, and walk around in yeah. more hiking stuff. So you want to put on whatever's comfortable and whatever yeah. allows you to sort of recuperate after that day. Exactly. Um, um, I mean, uh, another one I was going to say is that the Scarpa, uh, this is a Scarpa Crux um, approach you. That is very comfortable, um, very good for walking around, uh, you know, camp or, you know, like any of these trail shoes for me. I use boots during the day, trail shoes during the evening. So if you're walking around a village, you've still got a little bit of grip. Um, and as Dave said, obviously, you've got your, your flip flops or your sandals as well. Um, and I think that covers it. But I suppose the main bit is that it, whatever works for you guys these are um some of our recommendations and you know especially if you're trekking at different times of the year like if you're on island peak or mera peak maybe tupcal in winter obviously if you're looking at something as epic as aconcagua or even uh the patagonia rice field you know maybe you need more specialist boots um i know we've talked about ones that are crampon compatible rigid boots that we, we've talked about in previous lives and we, we didn't want to go through all the boots today this is just some of them um you know, I think Dave. I know we've got a bit of a plan for the next couple of months, but something off the. I think we should do one all around. Um, you know, those particular trips. Uh, that'd be really good. I think just to chat about those specific boots for Island Peak, Mara Peak, and you know, Aconcagua, those kind of things. I think that'd be really valuable. Yeah, let us know if, if that would be on the live, guys. Yeah, I think so. Boots, boots, boots. So we can talk about like um, you know, 
So there's a different gradings. Obviously, with boots, you have sort yeah. of ungraded. So Mandel Bhutans don't really have a rating. They're a hiking boot. They're designed to be relatively flexible. Then you have B1, yeah. and it's all to do with the stiffness and support um, and a lot of other factors as well. So some of them are dual-layered yeah. for, like, summits um, and stuff like that. But we can talk about sort of B1, B2, B3, corresponding crampons, C1, C2, C3, which ones you need for our trips, which ones you need for, say, Island Peak, how they fit. We can do a little demo again. We know you guys love the demos. Um, so, yeah, we can we can <laughs> do, do stuff like demos, that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I like to, you know, we, we can talk about, you know, fitting crampons and, you know, all yeah. of that sort of stuff. So all of that lovely, good technical stuff as well. If Mick's watching as well, he'll, uh, he'll enjoy that because it'll be a little bit about Island Peak as well. Yeah. Um, well, we've got some, I mean, just talking about future lives, uh, you know, we've got some cool cus- uh, stuff coming up. Um, one of them, um, I was in, in touch with Sam yesterday, um, just on a, a, the Altitude Center. Um, he's the one that kind of runs the, the gym there. And we want to get down there and actually do a live. So, yeah, we're going to work out a day and, and get Steve, um, our awesome um, sexy business mountain lion or video guy. Um, he's going to come down and we're going to do a live stream there. So, yeah, we're going to set up that because that'll be fascinating just to do some, um, you know, focus on altitude and focus on the training. I know we, we share a lot of stuff anyway, but, you know, as always, we love the scientific approach as well. And um, obviously Altitude Centre, um, they're really, you know, they come at it from that scientific approach, very valuable. Yeah. Um, don't forget, obviously, if you are a customer of ours, uh, an Evertrekker, that you can, um, you can fill out a little form in your members area at the moment and you can um, have a little plan, little uh, chat with the Altitude Centre, They'll get in touch with you just about um, the build up to your trip. So some of you, if you fill it in and your trips in a couple of years, they they, they might sort of say, look, leave it until another time, uh, you know, give you a few bits to go. But what they do is then they kind of do a plan that might be building into your trip. And I know a lot of you have moved your trips already, so that might be a bit scuppered. But fingers crossed, obviously, uh, you know, we're looking looking forward now, looking ahead. And, um, uh, you know, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to use those plans and go on these trips. Right. Um but Dave, right, should we ask some questions? Because we had we had quite a lot come in this morning. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so there's quite cool. a lot of stuff in here. I've noticed yeah. some new names as well. Well, I think they're new. I don't like to say they're new in case they've been on before. And it's the like, I haven't noticed, but... Um, Miko. But yeah, I, yeah Miko, Miko's in as well. I've also been uh, nudged by Lauren that I say, um, it's, this is, I think, growing up in Newport, I say Adidas when I think it's Adidas. is the Cronet. But surely, like, there's more Adidas people out there, right? And are you Adidas or Adidas? Uh, I don't wear them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. I used to. Uh, I'd say Adidas. Yeah, I see. We're, we're both Adidas. I think it's. I maybe think it's that's a, a South Walian thing. I think it's know. a South Walian thing, to be honest, because everyone I know, pretty much, except my dad, says that. I'd um, say. Um, okay, so if it's A is Adidas and B is Adidas, put A or B in the comments, guys. Interested to know who is what. So A, Adidas. B, yep. Adidas. Well, Charlotte Blackwood says that I'm right. And um oh, and Shona says she's with Lauren. Oh, so um, do you know what? We're gonna have to we're gonna have to resolve this one day. We're all gonna have to get together in a pub, um, get a few beers down. So A and B now, I'm thinking. So which one's A and which one's B? So A is what? Adidas, Adidas. B is yeah. Adidas. Yeah, there oh here we go. go. It's kicking off now. It, Jesus. This it, it, it is going mental. Potato, potato. There's a lot of B's um, in there. I'd say B is the um is the the overriding winner, I'd say. Oh right, yeah. Mick says either. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, when you're over a beer and you're drinking, you talk, and you say Island Peak several times, Mick, uh, anything goes, right? <laughs> I haven't seen the. I have never seen the comments light up like that fast before over an issue like Always this. Always ask for a vote. Um, yeah, <laughs> well, you know. exactly. Um, oh yeah, Shona, my mate worked for them. Right, in we're not Germany leaving Europe now, guys. <laughs> 
Um, Shona, I, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm sorry that um, Adidas even got their own name wrong. That's that's terrible. Um, uh, Ooh, oh Nike. yeah, Nike or oh, no. Nike. Joe, I'll be honest. I'm, I've moved from Nike to Nike. What? Yeah, I, I, I'm now Nike. For some All right, reason. I'm going to go for this again then. Right, uh, A for Nike or B for Nike? Nike. Nike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Should, guys. We do a, should we do a whole live on this Porsche or Porsche? <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, well, it's this engagement, isn't it? But no, um, yeah, obviously, obviously, vote if you want, guys. Uh, yeah, so A for Nike, B for Nike. Here we go. Let's wait for the streamer comments to come in. Oh, awesome. here we go. Yes. Uh, Ace. Well, like, Ace. You will uh, be a drink. Oh. You will be a drink. Yeah, val <laughs> oh, valid point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, there's um, so many A's and B's here. You're spelling out ABBA. Now, I know the Eurovision Song Contest has just finished. Um, but it does feel like we're adding up votes here. Uh, Stuart Haddon coming in with a nice, sensible comment there to get things back on track. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, we were, <laughs> it's, it's a bit of, bit, of, bit of fun on a Tuesday afternoon. But uh, anyway, not, at yeah. least we've been educated now about... So it is Adidas, uh, by the sounds of it, and it is Nike. So, yeah, every day's a learning day, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was half right, at least. Because um, <laughs> uh, it's bike not bikey it's a valid valid point that is a valid point don't mention eurovision leah oh, <laughs> sorry leah yeah i mean yeah especially from the uk point of view because we did great right uh, i've never watched it i've never watched it i had to mute the i had to mute the group i'm in because uh it was getting a bit obsessed <laughs> um, some of the guys are into it but yeah dave let's um yeah uh, it'd so be great miko, getting some feedback but miko yeah sorry question so miko he hasn't been on the lives for a while so come on miko yeah. um but so hey you guys andy and dave so from Boots, uh, another topic. Have you used self-inflated mattresses on our treks, whether it be EBC or Killy? Um, he's heard about people using them for a little bit of extra support. And now he, so he's heard about Thermarest and stuff like that. So, okay, Thermarest are brilliant. They're a bit expensive, brilliant. so quite a lot more expensive, actually, than some of the more cheaper models. Um, thank you, Charlotte. Dave's 100% right. Awesome. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I recommend Thermarest because one, they pack down really small. So I own one, they pack down to about this big. More importantly, I suppose, than the size is the weight. They don't weigh anything. Um, I didn't get a self-inflating one when I went to Kilimanjaro and I regretted it because H camp was a new challenge for me. And I remember on one day I was getting stars in my eyes because of the altitude blowing this thing up. So either get a self-inflating Thermarest or get the little pump that you can get. It's about this big and it like pumps, yeah. the, pumps it up for you. Um, I think they're great, to be honest. I do like a firm like bed as well. So actually, when we we're on our way up Kilimanjaro, um, I swapped with Andy. So Andy, like, fun. yeah. So Andy was lying on like just the 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 basic, basically the floor, <laughs> you know. And then after a while, he was getting sore, and I was getting sore because it was too soft. So we swapped. Yeah. And it to work out. But I think yeah. Again, it's one of those items where if you've got the space, take one because you'd rather have it and not use it than you know need yeah. it and not have it. They're, they're really good. I mean, the, the Thermarest, I'll tell you what, it's hard blowing her up their altitude, isn't it? I mean, you handed it to me after four days and yeah, uh, at 5,000 feet trying to blow up um, a Thermarest. Meters. Yeah, you, you, do, you do see stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 5,000 meters. Really land. What's yeah. that? 5,000 meters. What did I say? Feet. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You need to work on your you gotta work on your cardio, mate. If it's five days of feet. I know, right? I know, definitely. Yeah, my lungs clearly struggling. But so uh, yeah, five thousand meters. Awesome. Um but all right, great. Right, next one. Um, how much does it cost to hire a sleeping bag for a killy trip? 
um, January 2022. It's very negligible, right, Dave? It's like $10, $15 from the shop there. It's, uh, uh, it's actually, it's actually, um, it is exactly, it's $40. $40. Four zero. Four zero for the entire trip. Okay. Um, but it's a proper sleeping bag, so it's a down sleeping bag design, yeah. like minus 25, I think. Um, so yeah, it's really, really good designed for the coldest nights and the warmest yeah. nights on Killy. So yeah, it's a good sleeping bag, but $40 for the entire trip. Yeah. Nice. So that's what's that about 30 pounds. So yeah, it's pretty, eight, pretty eight good. Pounds, yeah. Um, yeah, we're working on obviously with, with Nepal, um, with the, the kind of package we have out there, um, it's freezer higher, but, um, uh, with, with, with Tanzania, um, a little bit of extra cost, but yeah, 30 pounds for, for the trip. Nice. Um, right. I'm going to plow on through cause I know we, we've got a few here. Um, uh, let's have a look. So Julia's asked um, a really good question about uh, obviously November this year. Book to go to EBC. Uh, Julia, we can't wait for obviously for you to come with us. Talking about COVID, especially Nepal and India. Obviously, we know it's difficult at the moment. Um, what is the notice period um, to cancel or obviously reschedule? Uh, when do you advise about transferring the trip to 2022? Yeah, I mean, with regards to this year, um, you know, we did send an email out to everyone who was booked this year um julie just some of our recommendations and keeping everyone in the loop around obviously the situation which isn't great in in nepal and india and you know we always want to be very transparent with you and let you guys know and you know it's it's kind of we're still keeping positive around the autumn um our plans are to still trek in the autumn obviously we're we're governed by where we're allowed to travel and if it's on the red list we won't be able to go um you know amber list very similar um and you know in terms of when I mean, you know, we, we are very flexible with with all of our trips, but you know, uh, as it comes closer to the time, we'll give you our feedback and say, look, look, it's not going to be removed anytime soon, so those trips will have to be rescheduled. Um, and with ours, don't forget that you're booked onto a date, but you're because we offer lifetime deposits and the flexibility. If you're booked on a trip, that trip can be anytime, so you can move that to a different date. So obviously, with yourself, Julie, you're looking at November. You know, you've got a bit of time yet. You know, was it six months? Um, you know, plenty of time, you know, give it another three months maybe. Um, and, and then let us know and say, look, okay, with the uncertainty, I want to move. And that goes obviously to everyone. If you want to move your date. Don't forget, you can do it for free. Um, but if you want to wait and see, that's fine as well, because we know that some people have rescheduled two or even three times and it's, it can get really frustrating, but I feel we're super close now. Uh, it's mad in the UK because it's, it's, I know we've got obviously all the different variants around, but it's getting better. Um, that's certainly the case, I think. But that being said, it is always challenging when like Nepal or um, India and, you know, having those different variants can cause a lot of aggro. And, you know, we're, we're trying to obviously help them as much as we can, which um, I suppose, Dave, midstream here, talking about streams, because I know that Ramona was talking about streams earlier. Um, should we talk about uh, the little sort of fundraising event we're going to be doing? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so. Yeah, go on, Dave. If you want to, you want to start us off, and I can, I can talk. Yeah, why not? So, so obviously, just following on from you know um, all the great work that's already been done. You know, we've talked about things like we did, like the jackets, um, which are still available. By the way, we're doing one last run, I believe. So yeah. those jackets are there. But you know, we always uh, sort of struck by even after we've done these things, people still messaging us. They're wanting to do more. Yeah. Um, and also we want to broaden the reach as well because we don't just have the guys in Nepal, we also have the guys in Tanzania. Um, so what we've decided to do is um, a really kind of awesome event, which we have called Strides for Guides, and it's designed to help both our, teams in, yeah, both our teams in Nepal and Tanzania. 
Um, and it's a, an awesome way where you guys, every single person on this live, every person that's probably listening is into hiking, trekking, the outdoors. Yeah. And it's a way that you can raise money for those people um, yeah. to support them through the difficulties by doing exactly that, by being in the outdoors, by walking. So, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Nice, Dave. Yeah. So Strides for Guides is essentially uh, it's going to be next month. So in June, um, I'm going to get involved. So I'll be I'll be doing it as well. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of things you can do. The main one is you can aim to trek, walk or run 100 kilometers during June. Um, and uh, I'm going to aim for 200 kilometers uh, because, you know, Dave can't uh, walk, run. Um, yeah. Or track at the moment. You're doing my hundred. <laughs> um, so you're hundred. So essentially, what we want to do, and, and and the general message, guys, is getting out there in June. You know, I know you're all hiking anyway. You're all out there, and obviously, I know lots of people are back to work as well. But if we can do a hundred kilometers each, and obviously do some fundraising, um, you know, and and that's why we come up with strides for guys because you know we can get out there whilst raising some money, um, and then it'll be divvied up there between Tanzania and Nepal. Um, so we did a little bit of a. Something between Nepal and Kili, um, so Kili in Tanzania, and the the distance between the summit of um, Everest and the summit of Kili was just over six thousand three hundred kilometers as the crow flies, and we thought, imagine as a community, we can trek that collective distance. Um, you know, it's a little bit of fun, uh, but also at the same time, whilst uh, you know, um, raising money and raising funds for um you know these awesome people who you know have had it tough um you know i know if you've been involved in the community for any length of time you know that you know we, we work very closely with our teams in the countries and uh, i know it's been tough here in the uk or australia or whatever you're from um but we want to we want to help these guys because they've had they haven't had any any tourism at all and you know they, they're having it tough and we've supported them through um so far obviously we fundraise for the jackets we did a little fundraiser back in May. Um, I think totally we've, we've done about $7,000 or £7,000 at the moment, yeah. um, which has been great. So food and supplies and cash has been has been needed because, you know, that that's what's needed to for them over there. Um, yeah, so it'd be great if anyone everyone can get involved in this. So hashtag Strides for Guides. We're putting more out on the group and social media. Um, obviously, all the, the money that you raise, um, I, I think Lauren has shared a little yeah. link. So we got it there. So it's on the, it's basically through GoFundMe. So any fundraising that you do, um, you can then uh, obviously donate it to that link. Um, and we're aiming to get to about £10,000. Um, so we can send five over to Nepal, five over to Tanzania and really make a, make an impact. Yeah. Um, in that link, uh, in the Strides for Guides, you'll find um, there's a couple of links. One of them is to uh, like a Strava link. So basically what we do is all the Evertrekkers, I know a lot of a lot of you are hooked up to Strava for your watches or your phones, and you can track your runs or your treks. Um, and then we'll have like a leaderboard so we can see who's doing, you know, how far people are trekking and how you're doing in terms of aiming for the hundred or the two hundred. Um, and that's always good from a you know just to see how everyone's doing. Um, and if you're if you're not on on the old Strava, you can download. Um, we've got a bit of a tracking form, so you can download that and just fill it in, just so you can tally that up, um, just for a bit of fun. But yeah, let us know how you guys are feeling about that. Um, obviously, any comments around that would be great. Um, you know, really uh, excited about it and uh, obviously really keen to, to raise some funds. And that's going to be in June. So we start that on the 1st of June. Yeah. And then all of June then, if we can all get out there, hopefully the weather will be a bit nicer by then, um, and raise some funds. I think that'll be really fun, um, especially with all the different walking groups that you know, sprouted from Evertrek. Um, some of our Evertrekkers that have started different groups around the UK. 
Um, I think we've got a great community here that can really come together and make a difference. So let, let, let's make that happen, guys. Yeah, um, exactly. I'll be joining you as well. So, yeah, I'll be doing 200 kilometers in June. Yeah. Um, good training as well, um, obviously, for your trip. So it gives us a good opportunity. But, yeah, just wanted to get that in there. Um, uh, check out the links that are in the comments. Obviously, any questions, um, yeah, just drop us a message, guys. Exactly. I think there's what the escape to the Peak District gang. I think that should be easy. Yeah. 200 kilometers each for those yeah. guys. Um, I think there's a Welsh one, but honestly, yeah, it would be awesome if you guys could just, you know, help us in raising as much money as you can for those guys. They're the yeah. ones that make all of these trips happen. Things like the Tuesday twos in, you know, wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for those guys because we wouldn't be running trips. It would just be yeah. me and Andy sat here talking about the weather um so, yeah but honestly yeah that would be uh, that'd be awesome and obviously i'll be there with you each and every one of you in spirit i'm gonna do 100 meters um in june but um yeah i don't know if anyone's gonna sponsor me for that but uh, it'll, be, it'll be a token gesture everyone's everest is different dave come on yeah exactly um yeah awesome um yeah should we um do some of yeah, the next question. Questions. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it, Dave. So, Andrew Corran has said, Hi, guys. Yeah. From a first aider's point of view, always the best point of view, yeah. uh, do any of the tea houses or guys have access to defibrillators? Um, so, most trekking expeditions, in fact, not anyone that I know of will carry a defibrillator. No. Um, most of the lodges don't have one. Um, there will be probably one in Namshi because they have a doctor's there. I know there's yeah. one in Feriche um, because they have a high altitude um, hospital there. Um, but essentially, when you're at altitude, um, the first thing that we need to do is get you down before everything else. So it's there's a hospital yeah. in Lukla which has one. Um, but in terms of actually carrying one, no, there isn't. If you'd like to know where the nearest one is, um, Lukla is probably your best bet. If you need yeah. one, though, you're going straight to Kathmandu. Um, so, yeah. That's that's pretty much how they'll do it, um, depending yeah. on the severity of the of the of the situation. You know that yeah. potentially um, we can look at things like evacuating a doctor if the um, person is immovable. But hopefully, you'll never need one. It's never happened on any of our trips. Put it that way. No, I mean it's um, that's not saying that it, obviously, Dave. I know we've we've heard of stories of things happening. It's altitude. It's adventure travel. It's dangerous. And, and unfortunately, because these remote regions, they're 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 not quite obviously up to the standards we're used to uh andy so yeah it's you know i know you, you said that from a first aider's point of view it's it's important to know where these things are um but dave mentioned a few there around for and namche and lukla um you know which is is that's where the, the high altitude doctors locations are but knowing the uh the remoteness of there you know it, they obviously not sure the whether they're they're working i'd like to think they are because of the doctors but essentially i think we'd have to go up there with that you know it's obviously potentially life-threatening um but it is a remote region yeah and, and obviously we we want to let you guys know and like that's the that's how it is up there um you know we we haven't got facilities to carry them up there um unfortunately but it's something that potentially might improve in the future but we have to accept that when you go into altitude there's no ele element of danger and that's going to remote regions without access to normal medical care like this um so yeah, obviously Andy, you know, we want to chat with further, mate. Happy to have a chat with you. But yeah, there's unfortunately not um not much up there. Um I I've never I've never seen any in the tea houses that I've been to. No. Um unfortunately never been to the doctors up there either. Um, but I know generally, I mean, all, all the, you know, when it comes to managing health and things like that, all of our guides are high altitude um trained when it comes to first aid. Um, you know, lots of these guides have, have climbed Everest, they're vastly experienced. Um you know, and if there's any sign of, of any difficulty like that, um, 
you know, obviously we're, we're getting those people down 100%. Yeah. One thing I uh, just want to bring up, a couple of people asking, so how do you yes. find it on Strava? So if you go on Strava, I know this is visual, it might work. So there's Strava right here. You've got clubs. Click on clubs, find a club, and then put in strides for guides. I know that was yeah. pretty terrible visuals. But, yeah, you need to go into your homepage. Along the bottom menu is groups, yeah. find a club, and strides for guides, and then you'll got it as well. Uh, actually, Shona's actually been a star and posted the link. She has. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's how you do it, guys. Yeah, um, nice with Shona. I think Lawrence posted the link as well. But, yeah, Paul, um, anyway, we, we will put the links out there. Um, so you can get on the, the Strava group. So we're all we're all together. Even even Leah, if you're out there in Oz, mate, it'd be great to to, to hear your, your trekking, um, you know, and your hiking or running journeys uh, in uh, on that group as well. So yeah, let's all get on there. It'd be, it'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. And we can see how we all get on in June. That would be fantastic. Exactly. Um, so um... yeah. Next up, Dave. Uh, so John, hi guys, booked to go to Kilimanjaro in 2021. Awesome, John. Good work, my friend. Bit of a novice with trekking. That's okay. It's just walking, mate. Um, everyone's a novice until they start. Um, you've been looking at boots. Have you tried the ON or ON hiking boots, a Swiss company? Yes, I have. So I do have a pair. I've tried them. They were very good, good running shoes. However, <coughs> the hiking boots, I had a slight issue with them, which was if any of you are familiar with ON, um, I think it's ON or ON, um, yeah. they have this very unique sole uh, pattern with like lots of ridges and gaps and stuff like that. Okay. With regards to the triking, uh, the hiking boot, um, I got a lot of stones and stuff jammed in those little ridges. Um, so it's quite annoying when I was walking to have like the clippity clop, clippity clop, and scraping of those little stones. They did get compacted. Um, yeah. So yeah, I did have a little bit of an issue with those, but um, so I sent them. Um, back however i did have a running pair and they were really really good for running um they no longer get any use they just sat there but yeah no i am aware of them um i'd be interested if anyone else had any different experience with them this was about a year ago a year and a half ago that i tried them so it was quite yeah. a while ago um and maybe i didn't give them a fair crack of the whip because um i, I got annoyed but i hear they're very very good they're, just, they're a little bit expensive as well though um yeah but yeah, no, no i'd be i'd be i'd be, I'd be no, yeah. That, well, I saw them and they just looked really good. Um, you know, so I just thought, well, I'm going to try them because, you know, I, I like new innovative bits of technology and they looked really interesting. But yeah, with regards to the hiking boots, I did one hike with them um, in Brecon and they got, yeah. maybe it was just the Welsh terrain caked with mud and stones and stuff and it was a little bit annoying. So more of a traditional sole for me. Thanks. Nice. Um, but yeah. Nice and Next one. Um, yeah, sorry, mate, jump in. Um, I see it's absolutely hammering down outside. Absolutely hammering yeah. down. I, did, I, don't even notice it. I don't even notice anymore, mate. You're deep in, mate. That's great. That's <laughs> yeah. um, right, Simon has asked, um, booked a deposit to Everspace Camp with, oh, one of our competitors. Wow. Simon, how could you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, all good, mate. All good. We obviously want to help everyone, um, even if you're going with someone else. But uh, obviously do get in touch with, with them as well. Um, uh, certainly if you're going in September, uh, but feeling now Nepal is red listed due to Corona's deaths, spiraling out of control, uh, thinking of postponing, uh, when would be the best month to go thinking about October, 2022. So yeah, essentially, um, Simon, you know, uh, October, September through to the end of November is, is autumn trekking season. Then in, uh, in the spring, you've got March through to the end of May. Um, <clears throat> you can go most, most of the times of the year, but we only run trips during those times of the year. Obviously check out with the company you go with. Um, all come with us, you know, you can do. Uh, 
yeah, but when it comes to the times of year, I mean, October, September, October can sometimes be a bit wet. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, especially on the, you know, if you go into Everest Base Camp, the first sort of three or four days because of where you're at might be a bit, um, you know, <coughs> might be a bit, I'd say, wet or damp if you get any precipitation. The later you leave it in the year, the colder it gets, but the likely it is you'll get better weather uh, because you've got the monsoon season that happens sort of uh, maybe middle of June to say the end of August. But sometimes that creeps in to September. I've been over there in September, Dave. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I know we've got drenched a few times. Um, you know, like and the, yeah. The umbrella incident, that was me. The, the umbrella. umbrella incident. Yeah, where I bought the most expensive umbrella in the Kumbu. Um, but to be fair, I ended up with an umbrella because I gifted both my rain jackets um, to fellow ever trackers. You so, did, didn't yeah. you? So yeah, I took one for the team. Took one for the team, um, thinking I'd be awesome okay. As always, mate. Yeah. Then they shot off ahead with their lovely new rain jackets, and I was left behind, thinking this was an error. You know that thing in yeah. the airline where you need to look after yourself before you can look after others. I did the opposite. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah no, I'm on a favorite ever track this place. But yeah, honestly, we we have. To be honest, all, we've helped many people that aren't on our trips. You know, ultimately, we want them, everyone to book with us. Yeah. Uh, not everyone does, and that's fine. But, you know, if they reach out to us and they offer help then and they need help, we'll never turn people down. We've arranged jackets exactly. for people in Kathmandu. One guy was booked with another company, didn't have a jacket. For, the provider wasn't giving him one, so he contacted us and we arranged it. And um, there was another guy when I was on the plane, remember that, and when I was giving him advice, when he was actually yeah, up yeah. in Bingboche and I was flying to Kathmandu, giving him advice on the plane. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's it. I think Dave makes a good point there. Like, it doesn't matter who you're with. Obviously, you know, we're, we, we run a trekking company and, uh, you know, if you want to come, we'd love to have you with us. But, you know, um, the, the mountains are, are dangerous enough. So if you need any help on, you know, doing well in the mountains i was gonna say surviving but obviously we're not talking bear grills or anything here um you never know but when it comes to uh, safety and things like that look you know we're here to answer questions and help people on their journey that's why i started the company and as to help everyone's journey in these mountains um and then it's you know it's why we've got such a great community now because people can pay that on and you know hopefully some of the advice we're giving today guys and you can pass that on and with all the walking that you guys do you know it we're spreading positivity so yeah yeah no it's all good happy to have everyone on the page um and obviously you know if you want to come with us then we'd, we'd obviously love to, to have you and, and help you on your journey yeah um awesome next question what was it yeah. uh brian here said brian Armson suggestions for barefoot shoes or wide foot Ooh. boots so I, I own a pair unsurprisingly um they yeah. are the what they call the Vi uh, vivo barefoot tracker how do you uh, get on with them dave i've never really got on with barefoot uh, they're wide. They're the widest okay. shoes I own. Um, yeah. You can literally fold them up, so they're not very stiff. Wow. Um, I, I think it's something you've got to walk, build up to. You know, yeah. if you're already a seasoned barefoot runner and you wear a lot of barefoot sort of hiking boots and stuff like that, or maybe those five fingers, um, then I think you can go out and do a long trek, a multi-day trek. Personally, I bought these because I like the idea of strengthening my feet. Um, so I use them off and on on shorter hikes. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, my feet were killing me by the time I got to the end. Um, but they are very wide um, and they are pretty good. Um, but they're an acquired taste and I would be inclined to build up to them by using them. Not, I wouldn't sort of buy a pair and go to Killian them, for instance. I would be right. more inclined to sort of 
build up that strength in your feet and then use them you know as your everyday boot if that's your plan other than that though yeah they're pretty good they fit well they're like, like i said i can't suggest how they're the widest shoe i've ever known but that's because they they want to accommodate that natural spread as your as your feet go yeah. down um i use the main dolls and they're quite narrow to be fair they're probably the narrowest boot that i can get along with um the main dolls i find but um yeah. But there are much wider boots out there. I think Shona was talking about wide boots. So, yeah, um, I think, um, yeah, message Shona if you need advice on wide boots. <laughs> Shona will, will, will sure to uh, put the advice in there. But, yeah, Boney is um, – I, I put another question in here, uh, I think, for Annapurna Basecamp. And, yeah, um, as we always say, you know, they can work for – everyone's different. You know, anyone who's used these are different. I've, I've certainly seen them out and about. Um, but, yeah, it's always – the feedback I've always had from them is that because they are so different to what we're used to and you feel everything underfoot. Um, you know, after a while it's cool, but uh, after a while then they get a bit sore and, you know, it's worth getting something a bit more support, but look, let us know you get on. Um, always interested to, you know, cause we don't want to, um, you know, say, oh no, they're rubbish and they don't work because clearly, you know, they're very popular and for a reason. So, you know, it's always, you know, I've not used them myself and, you know, I know they work for different people, but let us know you get on and, um, you know, maybe your training and some of your practice hikes in the UK. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear how you're getting on. And we, we can obviously share that with the community. And, um, you know, if, 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 they are, if they do work for you, great. Then we can share that story and hopefully help other people. But, yeah, um, certainly worth talking about those. I was, I was just looking now on, on some of the um, some of the comments to find out. Shona, which, which boots were you talking about, which were slightly wider? I think, I think it's the handwags. The handwags. That's it. I, I, I think, think it's right the handwags. I think it's the handwags. Okay. Um, yeah. Another, uh, Leah said, can we count any walk for strides for guys or is it just hikes? You mean no, around no, the rock with the dog? Anything, yeah, yeah, any, yeah, anything. it all adds up, all adds up, yeah. The way, the way I look at it, Leah, is um, we're trying to raise 10 grand if we raise, you know, 9,995 and you're the hero that gets that five pound sponsorship and gets us to 10. Imagine what a hero you're <laughs> going to be. It all adds up. It all counts. It's all vitally important. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I hate to sound like, you know, um, like a bit of a charity advert, but whatever you can do, you know, it may, you may, you may, you know, provide food for a guide's family for a whole week on exactly. far less than you actually think. So um, yeah. Awesome. No, get out there, walk the dog. Um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah exactly post pictures of you and the dog <laughs> as well so we'd like to see some dog pictures always love an ever dog yeah always love a little doggy picture um <clears throat> but yeah strides for guides is essentially just about getting out there walking hiking running um you know and don't think this is this is something that you have to donate to this is something that you can get involved in and then you can actually share the link and and then get the funds yourself to share into the big yeah. pot um, so we want everyone to get out there and, and sort of say, right, okay, if you can do a hundred kilometers, um, and then people can sponsor you and then you obviously donate it to the, um, the GoFundMe page, then great stuff. That's, that's the kind of plan. I hope that's come across clearer. Let us know if it hasn't. I can, I can definitely, um, yeah. So basically comments out there. if you're going to pledge your own money, that's awesome. But yeah. even better is to get everybody, you know, to pledge money as well. So yeah, get yeah. everyone like seriously drive them mental with it get them to pay you to go away <laughs> um, and then get out there and smash those trails or s go around the block or walk the yeah. dog till he can't handle it you know <laughs> it's gonna be great um awesome exactly. so loads more man we, we i knew this would happen with boots so dave rimington foot powder foot powder talc or some other cocktail of yeah, yeah. and deodorant 
Um, I just use talc for everything, you know, because they sell it in Namshi. So yeah. I don't bring it with me. I buy it in Namshi and then it gets uh, disposed of back in Kathmandu. There was one question that I did spot that I thought I would answer. And it was about someone that said they were having trouble with boots. Okay, Suzette, um, have a wide foot, high arch. It really doesn't matter which boot you wear as the left foot does fine. But after a couple of hours, the ball on your right foot hurts and the toes go numb. So my suggestions for that, uh, go to um, and get some custom-made orthotics. Um, So that's because two boots will generally have the same sort of dimensions for each boot and everybody's feet might uh, feet might be slightly different so i would go and get some custom made orthotics just put inside that means that the left foot's getting supported how the left foot needs and the right foot's getting supported how the right foot needs i know people who have got custom orthotics and said that it's changed everything hip pain knee pain back pain shoulder pain it all starts from the feet and goes up so um yeah get some of those um, yeah, Dave, we'll, we'll do some quickfire ones as we we'll try and get through all these questions if we can, because I know we're, we're coming to an hour already. Wow. Um, yeah, just just while we're here, though, um, people asking around, is it a Just Giving page? Um, uh, Danny, I think that was. Uh, no, it's not on Just Giving. It's on um, it's a GoFundMe page. So Just Giving is is to kind of because we're, we're a business, we're not a charity, uh, but all the money is going direct to the guides in uh, Nepal and Tanzania, um, whereas obviously charities, you know, it kind of gets used in other areas. So yeah, we've GoFundMe. It's all done via that page. Um, so for instance, if you, if you wanted to share it to you know your your, your parents or you know your your sister, whatever it is, uh, share it on, on your Facebook page. Use the link that we've given you there. So any donations then will get tallied up to there. Um, and then obviously then you can you can get out there and, and do some trekking or walking or hiking or climbing, whatever you want to do uh, to get those hundred kilometers. Um, but it has to be on the feet. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Let's 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 crack through these. There. Wellies not recommended. That's for Margaret. Wouldn't recommend them. No, and today needs them though. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I agree. No, I mean, um, yeah, no. I, I, if anyone's ever done like a really long day in wellies, no, terrible idea. But um, yeah, brilliant for walking through, you know, the woods with your dog, but not EBC, <laughs> really. Definitely. Um, would uh, I think Donald's asked uh, Solomon Quest GTX boots be suitable for EBC? Yes. Yes. I've seen those um, quite a lot, quite popular actually. Um, yeah, good solid boot. I've not used those myself. Uh, but I know a lot of Evertrekkers who had. Uh, very popular. Family. Very popular, isn't it? I'd say, other than the main little Bhutans, one of the most popular on, on the trek. Yeah, I, w- so, yeah. I would say the Salomon boots, the quests, you know, maybe, yeah. I don't know, 30% of every trekker I ever see anywhere I go. They, yeah. they, they, they wear those Salomons. They're a really popular boot. Um, let's have a quick look. Yeah. So Danny Cheese. How's it going, Danny? Uh, Danny Cheese <laughs> to his mates. Um, uh, any sort of... Uh, okay, so basically once the trekking's over, anything you recommend. So what I suggest is rewind a little bit and we'll give you a full answer, but basically whatever yeah. you find comfortable. If you want warm stuff, you can get those sort of insulated booties. Uh, I wear sliders or a pair of Adidas trainers. Yeah, Nice. Uh, Ramona's asking, what about stilettos in the evening? Um, let's look our best. Go mad. Yeah. Do we yeah, need I'd to? say, yeah, bring them. Um, not sure oh. about the streets of, um, uh, maybe Namche might be a bit difficult, but you know, they work. Yeah. If that, if that's what you're comfortable in, um, Ramona Ramona? Just, and that goes Ramona, to men or women. Ramona just really wants to undermine my ankle support. Like no matter <laughs> how much I keep going on about it, Ramona's like shoes, stilettos, <laughs> you know, still, um, uh, James has asked, um, be looking at, uh, it, Innov Pro G four hundreds, the Keen Ridge Flex. Anyone used before? Um, yeah, so that's the Keen Ridge Flex or the INOV Pro G four hundred. So ask that to the, everyone on the live. 
Does anyone use those? I know James, after some feedback, I've never used those myself, mate. Um, but yeah, they sound they sound good. I think anyone, it's, it's funny, isn't it? You get like, you look at these, and they've got... There's, um, there's the guitar XA again. Pro 3D. Oh, sorry, guys. It's <laughs> XA Pro 3D. And it's like, okay, cool. It's, but the, the name's like really long, isn't it? Um, but yeah, if they got those sort of length names, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's probably really good. But let's know how you get um, any any feedback on that. Um, let's have a little look. What else we got, Dave? Right, any more questions before we finish up then? Uh, I well, I think we're going to finish because we're getting some information that we're freezing a little bit. So people's feeds are freezing. Um, oh, really? Yeah, a couple of people have said it, but hopefully you're still there. Um, I know that's a bad no, letter, no. So Hillary says it's all. Hillary says it's all working. Um, Donald says this is working, but occasional. So I'm going to go with we're still working. No, I think that's pretty much it. Um, cool. Yeah. Dave, I, one I, thing I, to mention, sorry, before we, we go off, because we, we haven't um, discussed it yet, is um, a new trip in the UK we got, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. So basically we have, um, it's an awesome new trip. We called it the Snowdonia Explorer. Yeah. So we wanted to have, um, so basically we've got our training weekends and then we've got our winter mountaineering weekends. And we realized actually that, you know, we've done this awesome, like, um, four day, three night trip in Snowdonia. Um, yeah. it's going to be guided by our good friend, Steve, the mountaineer who does all of our winter training. So yeah. it's, um, you start off in the Ogwin Valley. That's where you're going to be staying. And basically you're going to be spending three days exploring all of the regions of Snowdonia with the summit of Snowdon as well, but yeah. also some of the more sort of exciting neighboring peaks like the glitter was it the and the glitter eye yeah yeah the glitter eye and um the card ranger i'm terrible at the the, the welsh (laughs) pronunciation but yeah it's an awesome trip um we've got it up on the website now um andy the date that you've written down on the the screen in front of you what date is it for? yeah so it's on the the 12th of august uh is is when it starts um yeah unfortunately um with regards to popularity We've only got eight spaces on this trip um, just because it's um, we're limited with accommodation in North Wales. As you can imagine, everyone's trying to, um, you know, you've only got certain um, certain amount of spaces to stay and all the accommodations taken. But we found really good place to stay um, yeah. in the Ogwin Valley. And it's um, so we got that weekend uh, sort of reserved um, for eight people. Um, so if you're interested, definitely get on that link there um, that's on there. So the, uh, the Snowdonia Explorer, it's a really cool trip. Um, I'm sure it'll book up quite fast because we've only got eight spaces. Unfortunately, it's the only trip we're able to do at the moment in that area. Yeah. Um, we've potentially got some more training weekends coming on. Um, we've got uh, we got another one in August, training weekend we're running. Um, and I think That's we've got another date in Brecon, sorry, yeah, in Wales. And we've also got, um, I think, another one coming in. We've got another date on the website now, we? which is uh, becoming quite popular. Yeah, exactly. And also with the Snowdonia Explorer as well, just to let you know, there will be more of them put on. Um, yeah. But you, ca- it is very difficult at the moment to get accommodation in there. But we're very lucky that our connections up there are really good. So we've got a really awesome bunkhouse in the Ogwen Valley where the <coughs> mountain rescue guys stay as well. Yeah. Um, so it's perfectly central from where you need to go. So you wake up in the morning and there's no driving or anything like that. You're yeah, right you in the center know. of it. Yeah. Um, and we will be running more as well as soon as we um, lock down some more accommodation dates and stuff like that. Donald, yeah. with regards to Scotland, yes, we will. Um, to be honest, with all of our like Scotland trips, which is where we do some winter mountaineering courses. Yeah. So you'll learn about, you know, crampon use, ice axe use, self-arrest using the ice axe, um, cutting steps and all of that sort of really good stuff. Um, 
we will be getting some more dates up. We haven't due to COVID because they've been completely shut down, but we will start to get all those stuff on the website and we'll talk about them on a Tuesday when we do. So, yeah. Well, it's, it's also worth remembering with those as well. It's that the, with, especially with, with the, the conditions is that unfortunately because the lockdown was most of the winter, we weren't able to, to run those, um, those kind of trips in, in the winter conditions. Um, now we're coming into June. So yeah, we, we've done all with regards to those trips um, especially if they're winter conditions, so the, the winter skills training in Scotland um, and on uh, and in Snowdonia, they will be sort of towards the end of, of 2021 now. Um, but yeah, anyway, we, we hope that's been useful to everyone. Um, yeah, it seems like a few people are leaving. Yeah, cheers, Mark. Cheers, Andrew. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Um, yeah, you have any, any sort of final thoughts? I know we've it's been mad today. We've... Uh, Loads no, that's it. Great. Yeah, exactly. Final thoughts are, um, if you ask me for my opinion, I'll always recommend Boots Over Shoes because I think that yeah. gives the added security and safety. But obviously, you guys know what works for you. Um, just, you know, yeah. if in doubt, bring both. You know, sacrifice something else in the bag to, for the weight. Bring both. Um, and that way, you know, you've covered both ends. Peace of mind is what it's all about. But yeah, we'll um, we'll do another one about um, more the technical aspects of Boots B1, yes, B2, 100%. B3. I'd like to get Steve on one as well, because uh, obviously with, with his knowledge and uh, we did all of our training, um, you know, through Steve uh, at Aim Higher. It'd be good to get Steve on a live. I'm sure he'd enjoy that. Um, yeah. You know, and and when it comes to, to all of our trips, um, obviously we, you know, high altitude is where we're at and we we lean on the people who are experts in in what they do. And Steve is an expert when it comes to uh, mountaineering, winter skills. Um, you know, obviously we, we love it. Um you know, just like Mick does on Island Peak. <laughs> uh, Mick, it must be eight times today, Mick, on this live. <laughs> uh, a beer for every time I say Island Peak, Mick. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to, we always try and get the experts in, especially people like Steve, um, yeah. who's you know far more experienced than us. Um, although, obviously, altitude is is where we um, is is our bag. You know, yeah. But um, when, when the two combine, you get <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah well, exactly. No. And you'll get all the Welsh pronunciations yeah. correct because he's um, bilingual. Yes, um, yeah, yes. First language is um, is Welsh, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, first language is Welsh. Yeah, there are a few. <laughs> Yetis, Donald. Yes, yes. Uh, nine times, Mick. Wow, that's a record. Um, we're gonna have to do so. I have to I have to try and beat that next week. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, look. Um, love you and leave you. Thanks for always um, for joining us, guys. It's been a pleasure today. Nice yeah. to see some engagement voting going on. Um, it's nice now that I know how to say Nike and Adidas. Nike. As well as, um, um, Nike, as well as saying, yeah. oh, Nike. You said yeah. Nike. Did I? <laughs> yeah. I'll never get it right. We, we're going to have to revisit this again, and I can I'll see. tell you what I'll do. I just won't wear them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, um, yeah, have an awesome week. Um, and, yeah, we'll catch you next Tuesday. Take care, guys. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mount Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune-in? But I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> 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 thanks mate thanks now if, uh, if you've enjoyed it don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast um, you know all these uh, podcasts we put together the episodes trying to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you leave us a lovely review um, and yeah we'll see you again next week yeah all the best guys bye <laughs>